Hey church, um, we're so glad that you are here with us. Thank you for spending your time and listening to this sermon. If we haven't met yet, then uh, my name is Jean-Michel, and we've been in a sermon series, uh, this is week two or part two, uh, from the book of Ephesians chapter two. And so if you're watching uh, from home or from a watch party, wherever you are, then just get yourself ready, open up to the book of Ephesians chapter two, because that's where we're going today. And before we jump into the sermon, I just want to take a quick moment to hype Vision Sunday, right? You've been hearing it from Boy Tomello all through throughout this uh, service today. And um, we really want to hype it. We really want you to come out. Not only is it our Vision Sunday, we're going to be talking about what God has placed on our hearts and the vision of our senior leadership, where we're going as a church, but also we're opening up full services. So just for a moment, I want to hype that and invite you to come and be part of Vision Sunday on the 24th. And people ask me, why do we need a Vision Sunday? And I'll tell you why. Here's the thing. We are a collective. We are the church, the ecclesia of God. It means that we are one body, we are one unit, and we need one vision. And that's why it's so important for us to all get on the same page, and we love doing that at the beginning of the year so that we set the tone for what 2021 is going to sound like and be like and look like. And so that's why you got to come out. You got to come and be part. You got to hear the vision. You got to connect with the vision so that we can work together and see 2021 impact many people's lives. So 24th of January, come on down, make sure that you are involved in Vision Sunday. And so I just thought I'd throw that part in there for free. It's not part of the message, but uh, we're excited, so we hope you get excited. And today we're going to read a scripture quick, and we're going to jump into the sermon. So let's turn to the book of Ephesians chapter 2, verses 4 to 6. And we're starting where we left off last week, but we're going to read a little bit further. We're going to go just that one step deeper. And it says this, But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses and sins, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Today, I'm going to talk to you about a sermon. The title is One More Mountain. One more mountain. Let's pray and we'll jump in. Father, we thank you today that you are right here in the midst of all that we are doing. Father, I pray today that only your word is spoken, that nothing from man comes out, but that the word of the Lord is spoken. We pray for that today, Lord Jesus. And we pray that your word will impact many people's hearts and lives, and all glory will go to you. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody says, Amen. So I've never really spoken about this before. Uh, but I thought it would make sense for today's preach. Every year, except last year, you know, the weird 2020 year, we're just going to kind of leave that aside. Every year, except for last year, we ride the 947 cycle challenge as a church. Now, we do it for charity. We do it for either House of Adassa or for Village Safe Haven, which is um, the, the ministries and the charities that are connected to our church. And we accept that challenge every year. We ride those 100 kilometers and we do it so that we can raise funds 
And we also do it as a challenge to ourselves. Now, it's not an easy race. Anyone who's been part of it before will know that it's not an easy race to race. It's not something that you can just get up and do. And I've ridden it about four or five times in the last few years. And to my father's great frustration, he'll be watching that, so shout out to, to my dad. To his great frustration, I haven't really trained for any of them. And we always get into this thing where he says, you know, you've got to come and train. Because, I mean, he does it as well. I mean, that's, uh, let me just hype my dad for a second. He rides that 947 as well. And, uh, and he smashes it, right? But he always say to me, come, let's train together. Let's get going together. And I always train once or twice. I never really train properly. And so you might ask the question, how do you make it? How do you get through 100 kilometers on a bicycle when you never train? And seriously, the answer to that question is one hill at a time. And I've never really spoken, I've never even spoken to my dad about this. How do you do it? How do you actually do this thing? And the reality is it's one hill at a time. And these hills, if you've ever ridden it, you'll realize and you'll, you'll understand with me that these hills, they don't look like just hills. They look like mountains. And there are moments when I've wanted to give up, so many moments. I mean, I can remember on one of the races going up a hill and my calf cramping so bad, I thought I would never walk again. And it's really, it's really difficult. But it's just that thought that if I can make it up this next hill, then I can carry on with the rest of the race. And you know, in those moments, I don't need to think about the end. I don't think about the finish line. I don't think about where I'm going to end up going. I just got to get up this one more mountain that's in front of me. That's it. And in that moment, I don't need strength to finish the race. I need strength for right here. I need strength for this hill. I need strength for this next part. And if I can just get past this next part, I can finish the whole thing. How many of us need strength for today? I'm asking you that question. You know, it's good and easy and well for us to talk about how great and how beautiful the future is going to be and how God wants to take us somewhere amazing. And especially like we spoke about last week, if we'll let go of our past, let go of 2020, let go of our failures, let go of our victories, that God can move us into the future. It's great to talk about how beautiful the future and the destination is going to be. But maybe I don't need right now to think about that. I need strength right now, today. How many of you are feeling that way? How many of us feel that way from time to time? Where I, I don't, I'm not even worried about what's going to happen in the future. I need strength today. I need it right now. I don't care about the destination. I can't think about the destination right now. I need help right now. I don't feel like I'm going to make it through today. I'm not sure if I'm even going to see tomorrow. I need strength today. Let me ask you, child of God, I mean, you're a child of God, I'm a child of God, we're blessed, we have the abundance of Christ, we have his life poured in, his grace, his abundance, his favor, it's all over your life, it's all over my life, but let me ask you, as a child of God, are you exactly where you want to be? <laughs> Am I exactly where I want to be? You know, when I think about the vision God has for my life and the things that have been prophesied over my life, the goals and the dreams, the things that I want to achieve Am I exactly where I want to be? Are you exactly where you want to be? So many of us are not 
in that space yet. And that's okay. That's normal. You know, we're all on a journey with God. Sometimes we get so wrapped up in the destination, we forget that there's a road to walk right here and strength that we need right now. I remember one day um, I was house-sitting my uncle's house. Now, he lives in West Dean, which is close to Joburg. It's close to the University of Johannesburg, right? That's where he lived. And I was house-sitting. This was a number of years ago. I was house-sitting for him, and we had a home cell that was happening in Boxburg at our Boxburg campus. And I needed to go from house-sitting my uncle's house to the East Rand. And I had no idea. I was a new driver. I was a young guy. I didn't really know the roads inside and out. And I had no idea how to get from where I was to where I needed to be. And so my mom had sent me these uh, directions, simple directions, to find the right highway to get onto to get to that side of, of Johannesburg. And so it was like, go down this road. It's really simple. And you'll see the sign to get onto the highway. And I was wrapped up in that word this specific sign. I was looking for it. I was looking for the sign to get onto the highway to get to Ekuruleni. But that sign never appeared. I never found that sign. I never saw that sign. And while I was looking for it, I was just heading on down this road. Further and further along the road I went. And all of a sudden, I can't tell you how I got there. I ended up in the middle of Hillbrow, in the middle of Joburg, at night, by myself, as a new driver, as a young guy. I had no idea where I was. I was completely lost, still looking for this one sign that will send me on the right highway. I have no idea how I got to where I got and I had no idea how to get back. And I just, in that moment, I turned around, I headed home, I sent a message, I'm sorry, I got lost, I have no idea where I am, I'm not coming tonight, right? And it wasn't my mom's fault at all, she, she sent me great directions, but the sign, I was looking for this specific sign that never popped up. Maybe I missed it, or maybe it wasn't there, who knows? And I never found the way to go. And sometimes you don't know, sometimes we don't know how we ended up where we are. I don't know if you're like me, but sometimes I look around at my life and I look around at the things that are going on in my life and I ask myself the question, how did I end up here? I had the right directions. I was going where God wanted me to go and suddenly I found myself in a place where I never intended to be. I don't know if you've ever felt that way, but I've felt that way many times. Let me ask you, in your marriage, in your business, in your walk with God, are you where you want to be? Most of us will answer no to some of those questions, and that's okay, because God is busy at work in our hearts and in our lives. The reality is that not even Jesus was always where he expected to be. Sometimes he ended up in places, the Holy Spirit led him there, and there isn't a good reason in his human mind as to why he was there. A great example of that is when Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness to pray and fast 40 days. And then he was tempted. He was led into that wilderness, into the desert, to be tempted by the enemy, by the devil. Now, 
If that had happened to any one of us, we would have never expected it was Holy Spirit that led us to that space, right? I mean, think about that. Would God really, as, a, as, a, as the Father who loves his children, ever lead you into a space where you, are, where you are uncomfortable, where things are not exactly what you expect them to be? Sometimes we need to realize that we might be exactly where we need to be, walking the exact path that we need to be, and we just need strength for that day to overcome that one more mountain that's getting in our way. I'm talking to you today. If you're feeling like that right now, I'm talking to you. That you might be exactly where you need to be, just like Jesus was exactly where he needed to be in that moment. And you know what? God had strength for him to overcome every obstacle that came his way. And he came back in the power of the Holy Spirit. In fact, he did that. He did work through all that temptation. He went through all that toil so that we don't have to. You see, it was in that moment that God knew God knew that he had Jesus exactly where he needed to be. And he had that strength on offer right there for him to overcome. And he's got it for you right now. If you're feeling that way, if you're feeling like, man, I am not where I want to be. I'm in a place that I don't expect. I'm in a place that's uncomfortable. And you know what? I can't even think about my future and, and where God wants me to end up. I need God to strengthen me right here right now. You see, God has something to say about where you are right now. And it comes from this set of scriptures in Ephesians. He has a lot to say about where you are right now. And on the one hand, you have the reality of where you are in this world. But we have to learn to see ourselves the way that God sees us. Have the perspective, heaven's perspective of where you are. If we keep looking at our circumstances in just purely the natural, we're going to miss where God sees us and how God sees us. And if we can learn to see ourselves that way, we will find strength for today. We'll find strength where we need it right now. So I'm going to read that scripture for you again, and we're going to unpack it a little bit. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4 says this, but God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ and raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places, in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. Come on, church, did you see it? Did you understand it? Verse 6, he raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places, in Christ Jesus. Come on, do you get it? Are you starting to see heaven's perspective of you? You are not stuck here on earth. You are seated together with Christ in heavenly places. You ask me, well, what, 
What does that even mean? It means that when God looks at you, he sees his son. And when he sees his son sitting on his right hand, he sees you with all the abundance of life, with all the protection, with all the provision, with all the abundance that is in Christ, that Christ purchased when he went to that cross. He sees it inside of you. And it's the hardest thing to understand when the circumstances around us don't look like heaven. The reality is you right now are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. When it looks to you like you are sick in bed, you are seated in heavenly places with Christ. When it looks like you are broke You are seated in heavenly places. When you are fighting for your marriage just to last, you are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And when you are seated in those places, you have the fullness of what he has. Come on, this is what you need to see because we're talking about strength for today. It's just one more hill. You know, when you're on this walk, this journey of life and and things are being thrown at you left, right and center and 2020 just smashed you and it took you down in that moment. That one more hill looks like Mount Everest and it feels like you can't get past it. It feels like you won't get over it. It feels like this mountain is going to defeat you. But God is saying that right here, right now, you are not stuck in the human idea of where you are. If you're fighting sickness, if you're battling temptation, if you're struggling with finances or relationships or wherever you find yourself struggling right now, the reality is you are in Christ. You are not stuck by yourself in the world. You are in Christ. And the way you get over that mountain is to receive by grace through faith, his love, his kindness that he pours out on you. Strength for today. Come on, if you're struggling, if you need strength today, you're feeling like that sickness is going to take you down. You're feeling like those financial issues are going to take you down. Come on, you need strength for today. And it comes when you can see yourself from the heavenly perspective that you are not alone you are in Christ you are raised up you are raised into heavenly places to sit with Jesus and verse 7 that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us come on what does that mean that means that his grace is never-ending it's a never-ending supply grace is not just forgiveness for sins it's also the empowerment of God it's his power to overcome sin and death it's what Jesus purchased on that cross and it's available to you because he's exceedingly rich in grace and kindness and he is going to give you strength every day to overcome the mountain come on where are you right now What is your heart right now? What are you struggling with right now? Where do you need strength for right now? All over this place, if you're watching at home, if you're at a watch party, wherever you are, come on, let's open up our hearts. If you're seated right now, stand up. 
whatever you're struggling with, raise your hands up and declare this with me. I'm talking to you at the watch parties. I'm talking to you at home. Stand up and say this with me. I am a child of God. I am seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And my God has exceeding riches of grace for me. Now, wherever you are, just begin to receive his grace, his strength for another mountain. Because this one more mountain is what you got to get over. And the next mountain, you're going to get over it. And the next mountain, you're going to get over it. And you know what? You're going to find yourself at the finish line, finishing the race, achieving what God has called you to do. If you'll get over this next mountain, come on, His strength is yours. You don't do it out of your own heart. You receive His strength. Come on, I'm going to pray for you now. Wherever you are, receive God's love for you right now. Father, I thank you that, Lord, you are not a God that leaves us alone. You are not a God that leaves us lost. And even when we find ourselves in a space where, we're, where it's uncomfortable, it's unexpected, it doesn't look right, it doesn't look like riches, it doesn't look like heaven, even when we find ourselves in those moments, you are there with us and your grace and your kindness are there to pour out over us exceedingly abundantly. And so right now I declare that over our church. I declare that over every person that's watching, Father God. I declare that those who have struggled through 2020, Lord God, that mountain, Father, we come over it and we step into the new thing that you have for us that we no longer are gonna struggle in 2021. Father, I pray for relationships that you restore them. I pray right now for finances to be outpoured into people's lives. I pray, Father God, for sicknesses to be broken in Jesus' name. Father God, we are seated. Give us that revelation that we are not seated here on earth. We are seated in you in heavenly places. And so right now, Holy Spirit, come and fill every room, every house, every person that's watching. Father God, and give us strength for today to get over this next hill, to get over this next mountain and step into the things that you have for us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. If that word is for you, come on, receive that word today. If that word means something to you, then God is talking to you today. He has a plan and he's busy outworking it. And if you'll say to me, I don't care about the destination. I just need to get over this mountain right now. This word is for you. You are seated in Christ Jesus in heavenly places. And the fullness of his life, the fullness of his protection, the fullness of him is all yours by grace in Jesus name and if you're watching this and you are not a believer in Christ maybe you're new to church maybe all of this is new to you then I want to just give you an opportunity to make yourself a follower of Jesus you know to be seated in Christ to get that strength and that life that favor that grace you need to have faith in Jesus you need to place your faith in Jesus Christ and so right now if that's you if you're watching from home or from a watch party and you would like to give your life to Christ pray this prayer after me pray it from your heart 
and you will become a child of God. Let's pray together. Say these words after me. Lord Jesus, I come to you today just as I am. I give you my heart. I give you my life with all my failures and all my flaws. Come and be my Lord. Come and be my Savior. I give you my life today. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. And church, this is the most beautiful moment right here where we can connect, reconnect to our Savior, to our Father through the sacrifice of Jesus. Come on, we're in 2021 now. It's time to step up. It's time to move forward. It's time to step into something new that God has for us. The things that you struggled with before last year, you're not going to struggle with them this year anymore. We declare that in faith. The things that took you down last year, they're not going to take you down anymore because you are a child of God. You're seated in heavenly places and his life is yours. So receive that word today. Step into it this week. Jump into what God has for you because you'll find that he will take you places you never imagined before. Amen. And we've got one more session next week. I pray that you'll come along for this journey. We're going to be wrapping up Ephesians chapter 2. We're going to be talking about what more God says about you and who you are and who he's created you to be because his future for you is brighter than you could ever imagine. And even if you just need strength right here today, it's yours because Jesus gives it to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.